and you're listening to The Wicked, 102.5 WIKD OP Daytona Beach. This is uh, sports. 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 How many letters can you delete before it gets away from sports? I mean, if, if you have ort, you could probably... <laughs> or, 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 <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness. Oh boy. So much has happened since the last time we recorded this. Because uh, yeah, yeah, it's been a while. People have been mm. not in the office for me to do sports. A lot of stuff. Yeah. yeah. World Series. Yeah. A lot of people in the NFL got fired. Yep. Mm-hmm. A um, lot of NFL games happened. Uh, speaking of we have, crazy we have, stuff we have, in the NBA, we have breaking news out of the studio. Uh, my USB is finally finished ejecting. <laughs> Yo. Uh, shout out to Pioneer DJ. Why did it take so long? Good question. Because it's old. Uh, it's not. It's from 2016. It's not that old. Wait, really? It's from 2016? The Nexus 2? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was from like 2008. No, 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 no. Huh. It's pretty modern. Wait, you were plugged into the Nexus? Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. That explains it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so tonight we'll be talking about sports and... And a lot of them. A lot of <laughs> them. Um, so, who wants to go first? Uh, well, can I make a general thing? Um, the World Series has ended. Um, the Rangers beat the Diamondbacks. So that's kind of cool, I guess. Um no way. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, I obviously I was somewhat disappointed that the Phillies got eliminated in the way they did from their chances in the World Series because they got very close. But, you know, as is always the case in Philadelphia, you're almost there and then you just kind of deflate. Um But now, of course, they're going into the transfer season, and Shohei Otani is the big ticket for going into next season. And a lot of people, well, a lot. Some people think that Otani is going to the Mariners, which is interesting. Um, And also, Yoshinobu Yamamoto is the other one to look at, because he's also in free agency. So that's kind of cool. Um but yeah, I've also got a ton of soccer to talk about. So before we really get into that, um, let's pass it off to someone else. Okay, um, I mean, I can I can talk a little bit. I talk about BattleBots Fight oh Night. Here we go. And uh, for the past few times I've been on this podcast, I've talked about a little thing called the Golden Boat Competition. Which is uh, basically is not the normal season. It's like a special little competition where um, three of the former champions of BattleBots, and then um, five separate bots that won this thing called a Slugfest tournament. Um, they all go to the Golden Bolt tournament, and whoever wins, I guess, is the champion of champions. So um, the eight bots that were competing were Free Shipping, Endgame, Shred Bro, Sawblaze, Jackpot, Whiplash. Tantrum and Ripperoni. Mm. By the way, mm. Ripperoni is a great name. It's, that's for, fantastic. A couple, couple of new names uh, in that list. 
I mean, there's some there's some old favorites in there, like uh, Whiplash is pretty well known. Definitely, at this point. definitely, Shred Bro and Ripperoni are both fairly new, yeah. past two three years, and um, so that those were the eight competing in this Golden Bolt uh, competition. Endgame, Sawblaze, Jackpot, and Tantrum made it to the second round. That makes sense because Endgame, Sawblaze, and Tantrum are all former BattleBots champions. Yeah. Uh, Endgame was the only. Um, Actually, no. Endgame and Sawblaze made it to the third round, and uh, Endgame ended up winning the Golden Bolt tournament. Uh, this makes them a back-to-back champion because they won the Golden Bolt last time. So, uh, yeah, yeah, very interesting. And um, I look forward to when the actual BattleBot season starts in a few short weeks. Probably going to start talking about it in January. Yeah. Um, that's actually pretty interesting because um as, as you mentioned i mean that would that make endgame the only team who's won two golden Bo- bolts and one giant nut well considering the golden bolts well this is the second golden bolt ever so yes they are the oh, they, get, they yeah, won the last golden bolt but yes this is the second team to defend their their championship in a tournament since uh bite force which is a fairly older name they were oh, the wow. winners of i think 2015 and 2016, I think 2015... 2016 was Tombstone, but yes, it was it 2015, is. 2017, and 2018, I think. Yeah. But yeah, they held on to that championship for a really, really long time, and uh, since then they've kind of just disappeared. <coughs> I don't know where they went. They retired, you know. I, I know. I, I, I'm, three I'm, giant nuts is just... By the way... <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> no, that's that's what the trophy is called. That's what the trophy is called. I need to clarify that the trophy is called the giant nut, referring it's like a giant, to the like piece a, of hardware, like, um, like like a screw or a bolt. Anyway, I mean, I'd retire too if I had three giant nuts. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> Luca, you get it. No, so um, yeah, um, my force is absolutely retired. I, yeah, actually, we can research this. While yeah, I, I haven't seen them. And I think I haven't been around since uh, 2019 because there wasn't a tournament in 2020 due to a um, unforeseen events. Mm-hmm. So um, current global event. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Yeah, just just a little thing that happened around the world. So uh, yeah, that makes Endgame the second team to defend their championship uh, in in BattleBots, like mm-hmm. one right after the other. And uh, should. Should they win the upcoming uh, giant nut tournament, they will. Uh, they might have. They might beat. Uh, what's it called? Bite Force's record. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of Bite Force, um, I, I did some digging into it. Bit of an interesting note. Um, it's simple that uh, uh, Paul Ventimiglia just didn't want to participate this year. Uh, Bite Force will be making a return in a future event. Well, they haven't come back in a few years. Like, they um, won the last event they were in, and then, poof, vanished. Yeah. You know what? That makes a lot of sense, because if if I won the event, I wouldn't immediately give the people a chance to challenge me right away either. This is actually this might be a little bit surprising, but that's actually not the reason. Well, um, there were some contract issues that uh, forced them ooh. to uh, sign off for the last uh, two or so seasons. And that's, that's interesting. why Classic. they continue to be signed off for this season. Um... <laughs> It's Paul though said, next year more likely than not, Bite Force will be participating. Oh, that would be exciting! Likely, yeah, most likely externally unchanged. I would, I would love a match between Bite Force and Endgame, two massive champions. I, I would love to see that. 
Like yes. the, uh, the old versus the new. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, there's been so much change recently in the BattleBots world. It would be interesting to see if Force has to keep up with new times or if Endgame has to refit itself once again, learn how to be a new robot to beat the champion. Maybe so. Because, uh, I mean, the, the meta is constantly evolving for BattleBots. Like, oh, um, absolutely. You know, they're putting more yeah. of an incentive for walking robots to be in BattleBots. I heard something about oh. that, but it was for a different uh, competition, not for BattleBots. I heard something about that. Yeah, but, they're working um, on interesting. walking robots and humanoid robots, which is crazy. That, I can't really imagine that being feasible. Real steel. Real steel. Remaining under the 200-pound limit might be difficult uh, yeah. if you have something that big. But also, it's... Um, First, first of all, a humanoid robot would probably be a walking robot, so they have a bigger weight range. But also, it's like compared to stuff like Endgame, Bite Force, Tombstone, they're all very low robots, and mm. as such, because they're the biggest a robot can be. But I mean, it's you can only put them so big. So uh, I really don't know if the extra height would help. A, uh, a battle bot in that situation. Maybe, because, I mean, if it's really, like, humanoids, just one good hit to, uh, like, the, the legs, yeah. the legs. To would the just put it down. Like, uh, to the battle legs, if you will. Honestly, no, yeah, no. I mean, in that scenario, like, a humanoid robot against someone with, like, a lifting arm or any sort of um, kind of movable arm, like Whiplash or maybe Free Shipping, Hydra, any of that sort, would absolutely be demolished. Absolutely. Unless they have a very good way of getting back up. So, so you're you're assuming that in in the concept of a walking robot, they're going to be on two legs. I hope not. Yeah, I would hope so. That's I hope much not sense. either. Maybe like, like a Boston Dynamic spot where it's yeah. like the four legs. Well, I wasn't. Well, there are. Bless you. There have been other walking robots, but I wasn't specifically talking about walking robots. I was talking about humanoid robots. Mm. So, okay. a humanoid robot would be technically a two leg. Format, but there there have been other bipedal. walking robots. Yes, bipedal, featherless biped. That would need some <laughs> nasty, nasty uh, gyros to keep uh, it balanced. You need not that just batteries. Think about that. The yeah. number of motors it would require. Just like, put the batteries in the feet. And there's not still that idea. point about it's very hard to defend the legs from an attack. Actually, yeah, no. Actually, that would be that's a good point because if you put all the batteries in the feet, you just are basically walking on a bomb. True. Um, uh, are they are they make, that make combustible? Them, make them clamp down like a like a construction equipment. You know how yeah. they they had those clamps. Yeah, I, mean, I was just arguing. Clamp. I was just arguing to put them in uh in the like the feet because that would help uh, oh, keep yeah, them yeah. upright it would, it in would terms of with, weight distribution. Yeah, it would help with weight and balance. But the problem is that <laughs> the weight and balance. <laughs> Look at you. I'm not even a pilot. He's speaking pilot language I, already. I, I've been I've been around you too much, Luca. <laughs> and Ryan. And Ryan, especially Ryan. But oh. I mean, there's a lot of pilots at this school, so you're bound to pick up the language. Probably, but uh, the point is the lingo. The lingo. The point is that um, lithium-ion batteries generally are very flame, very volatile. Like if you've ever worked on old equipment like me, uh, you've throwing a battery out of the window because it looks a little bit what? too big. Huh? No, they this, they they explode. Remember oh, well, the Note I 7? I know, I know. The I Note remember se- the okay. Note 7. The Note 7 was like a 3,500 milliamp hour battery. Yeah. These robots are like 10 times as much. Com- imagine. Imagine. Yeah. Imagine. Sounds cool. Two flames. 
It, it would be really fun to watch. But yeah, I think it would be a spectacle. I think that would get some engagement. Maybe so. Maybe so. People like to see Carnage, I suppose. Yes, they do. But anyway, that that's all for BattleBots. Not much is happening since the, the gold bolt, Golden Bolt tournament. We will uh, update you when the Giant Nut tournament begins. Thank you. All right, I guess it's uh, my turn. I'm going to have uh, the latest motorsports news uh, from the past couple weeks. Uh, first one, I'm going to talk about IMSA. Uh, they started their testing already uh, in Sebring. I've seen some good videos of that. And also driver announcements, which is very nice mm -hmm. to see. Jensen Button has just been announced. Uh, he's going to be the number 40, Wayne Taylor Andretti Acura, uh, for the Rolex 24 here in Daytona in January. Uh, Marcus Erickson just joined in. He's in the number 10 Wayne Taylor uh, Andretti Acura, which uh, both GTP. That's going to be very exciting to see at Daytona. For So if you guys like F1 or IndyCar, you got some uh, pretty good guys there. Uh, who else is going to be there? They said, well, Triarzi Competizione. Uh, it's the team that Ferrari Central Florida has. They just announced their driver lineup for the Rolex 24. Mostly, uh, most of the drivers, not many people know them, mm -hmm. but, uh, you know, that that's kind of how it is. I mean, it's a gentleman driver team for the most part, but they have some good uh, drivers in there, too. Uh, and also, Lamborghini Super Trofeo, they're having their finale mondiale uh, over in Rome. They're having it in the uh, in the Vallelunga circuit, which uh, interesting choice for a circuit. It's like. It's like Ferrari Finale Mondiale, all the different series uh, from across the world of Super Trofeo. Guys who own cars that are working with dealerships, they duke it out for a championship. Yep. So races are starting tomorrow. And uh, yeah, I'm going to talk about from Ferrari uh, Finale Mondiale. That happened a few weeks ago. Uh, I want to give a quick shout out to Justin Rothberg. He is the driver for Ferrari Palm Beach, my local dealership, so I'm happy with that. Uh, he just scored the championship for uh, Trofeo Pirelli M. And uh, also want to give a quick shout-out to Adrian Sutil for an, am Somehow, an still. amazing last lap battle for the victory. I mean, it was it was a good race. It was good proper racing because they kept the safety car for a while. And uh, also one of the bigger things uh, from that weekend everybody's talking about the new 296 challenge which is the uh the replacement for the 488 challenge so as much as i'm gonna miss that car uh it's gonna be nice to see the 296 in a proper single racing series it's also ferrari's first hybrid uh challenge car that they've done and um they also announced this is part of their corsa clienti program they announced the 499p modificata which is uh, which is it's insanity there's going to be like 50 made, something like that. It's barely legal to drive on anything, let alone a track. Yeah, you cannot drive in any racing series. Uh, it's literally an XX program car. They just, they it, it's took, it's they, the endurance car. Yeah, the Le Mans it's, car. it's the Le Mans prototype car that they made, but they souped it up to make it even crazier somehow. And uh, yeah. Therefore, it's barely legal to drive, but it's utterly ridiculously fast. It's going to have over 1,000 horsepower. Uh, completely unrestricted, uh, which is going to be crazy. It's going to be like $5 million to buy yeah, one. I want to take it on ISB. It's for the people who own their own racetrack, pretty much. Essentially, yeah. And also, Ferrari's going to hand-select the people uh, and who get to Ferrari will hold on to people's cars and ship them out to tracks for special track days, so you yep. don't even really own your own car. 
I mean, the only time you do is if you say, hey, I don't want to be part of Corsa Clienti anymore. You and own, they give you the car. Isn't it that, like, you own the privilege to drive the car pretty much? That's yeah, basically, that's, that's yeah, Ferrari. that's that's yeah. every XX program car and GT car that they have. It's like, yeah, yeah. we keep it at the, even the F1 cars. It's like, we keep it here at the factory. You get to drive them whenever you want to borrow your car for a few hours. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Uh, they announced next year's uh, Ferrari Finale Mondiale location. It's going to be uh, in uh, Imola again. Sweet. That's going to be cool. Uh, it's like October 10th to 14th, which uh, honestly, hopefully it lands on fall break because I might actually <laughs> see if I can go next year. <laughs> um, oh, but geez. no, yeah, that's uh, that's Ferrari Challenge. Uh, big thing. Uh the WC just had their last race of the season, end of an era for them, because it's the last ever race with the GTE cars. Yep. So, uh, and also, the last race just happened to be a historic one because Iron Dames won it in the Porsche 911 RSR, uh, the first ever full women's team to win an endurance race. Yep. That was. It's awesome. It is so great to see. I mean. I've been waiting for Iron Dames to get a victory for so long. I I was a little disappointed when they got the pole and they couldn't they couldn't transfer it to a win in uh, Petit Le Mans with the Lamborghini GT3. But it's nice to see they finally have a win in uh, the season, even if it uh, even if it is on a car that um, they won't drive anymore. Yeah, but you know they pulled through. Yeah, they did. Uh, I I'm excited to see because I know. They're definitely going to keep the Lamborghini since it's next season's GT3 cars, I think, is the regulation now. Mm -hmm. So it's all GT3 cars, which uh, is going to be more open to um, it's going to be more open to manufacturers, which is part of the reason they did it. It won't be as limited anymore. And uh, yeah, Corvette revealed the uh, Corvette just won the championship. Of course, they won the championship for uh, the WC and GTM. And they just revealed the car. Uh, they just revealed the GT3R in the livery, which uh, it's pretty good looking. It looks amazing. Yep. <laughs> it, it looks better than the last one. Yep. Uh, and I mean, if you were here in Daytona when they had it on display in the Rolex 24, sure, it looked great in gray, but uh, the yellow looks a lot better. It looks yep. more aggressive. Uh, and also, the WC is also. This is kind of a dumb rule in my eyes, but uh, the WC is doing it. They're removing the LMP2 category for next season, except for the 24 Hours of Le Mans. It, it's, it feels counterproductive. It, it, it's kind of strange. I mean, why why even do it at all? Right? But uh, that's why Inter-Europol uh, is coming over to IMSA, yep. because it's the only series left that actually competes in uh, LMP2. And uh, even IMSA the removed the LMP3 category. LMP2. Yeah, IMSA removed LMP3 just so they can make more space for the LMP2 guys, which is great to see. Yep. So now we get to see the the silly little Polish bakery chain <laughs> racing in America. That I can't wait to see that team. That'll be quite something. Um, I I know for sure I gotta get some merch for it. <laughs> yeah. The best bakery in all of Poland. Yep. Yep. Um, also, of course, we can't forget. Uh, Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix is this weekend, and yep. it's bound to be utter chaos. They're doing the opening tonight, actually. The track is slippery and cold. Well, yeah, so this weekend is expected to be the coldest F1 race weekend 
in, in history. Uh, in history, yeah, it's expected to be five degrees centigrade, which is around uh, forty degrees in yeah. Fahrenheit. It's cold. Yeah, it's going to be extremely cold. Um, I've been seeing stuff online about that race. Like they're blocking off all the bridges. They cut down the trees. They're like playing yeah. up. Yeah, yeah they like did cages a, they around did, the bridges so you can't look out. They made a lot of modifications for that. The not track. a lot of people are happy with. And yeah, like they're blocking up like hotel room windows so you can't they, look they, out. The, so the contract is expected to be five years, as I think what the contract was signed for. I, in my eyes, I think it's probably going to be like two before the locals start complaining more. Yeah, but I mean, like also, you know, locals complained in Miami, and Miami GP still went on. So, I think probably it'll smooth itself out. I don't think I've ever seen them get as worked up over a race as they have been with this one, though. Yeah, well, I I didn't see that many changes. Because the biggest thing, the biggest thing about it is that the main straight is on the strip. That's one of the bigger things. Yeah, that that that, and also it takes up a good bit of city streets. But, uh, yeah, no, races this weekend, if uh, you're on the eastern seaboard, uh, I'm sorry. Y'all are going to have to stay up a lot because uh, it's really late. Qualifying is Saturday at 3 in the morning. So we had one of our members call in. Um, I'm going to try and put him on air. Hold on. Uh, Let's see. There we go. Okay, AJ, you should be good to talk. Hello. Hello. How how is everyone this week? I can't really hear you guys. <laughs> <laughs> We're going well. We're vibing. <laughs> I hope everyone's doing good. Yes. So yes. I am just left the ICI Center because women's basketball was playing the University of Puerto Rico FGO Piedras today. Yes. Which was kind of funny. <laughs> Uh, Riddle beat the University of Puerto Rico 101-52. Whoa. What? That's awesome. Did you say the University of Puerto Rico? Not. I don't know who I was reading for, I'll be honest. It was. (laughs) Um, There were about, like, 40 to 50 people here. Most of it Puerto Rican Students Association. (laughs) Not the PRSA. (laughs) And yeah, it's raining, so I kind of want to get in the car. <laughs> Real. <laughs> that has been your riddle li- sports report from the ICX Center. <laughs> there you go. Awesome. <laughs> First time on sports. 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 We Good keep night, it guys. relevant. Have fun with the rest of the show. <laughs> All right. Bye, AJ. Bye. Nice. That's sick. <laughs> That's really cool, actually. That we that we won like that. I I had to. So there was a little bit of feedback there because yeah, I uh, I put the uh. the phone inside of the headphones, oh, so that he could hear you guys <laughs> uh, speak. I uh, see. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's the you know, it's the call-in paradox. That <laughs> Uh, that's so cool though yeah, yeah what, uh, 
So, uh, Luca, do we have a uh, Fuchi Ball segment? Oh, I've got so much; it's not even funny. You tell me what to talk wasn't, about. Oh, uh, actually, I've got I've got all of Italy. Wasn't Italy supposed to be against Ukraine today? I think so, but I've I've okay. I've got Italian league. If you want to do international, first I just want to mention in the last few episodes I was in, I was talking about how Boca was going to win Boca South American final, and uh, unfortunately, it, due to yeah. circumstances. Uh, <laughs> circumstances known as Fluminense. <laughs> Fluminense won two one on extra time, uh, but it was their first ever win. It was their first ever win, so they so were very happy about it. Although I'm just, I just can't believe that the guy who scored the last goal was named John Kennedy, <laughs> like a Brazilian soccer player named John Kennedy. That's 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 a that's a yeah. I'm just like imagine seeing my team lose. After a goal by John Kennedy, who got red carded immediately after he scored the goal. <laughs> what was the red card for again? I don't know. It happens only in South America. <laughs> he was probably just celebrating too hard. Yeah, something like that. Oh but yeah, God. Fluminense won 2-1. Uh, you know, and you know, Boca spent so much Boca time focusing on that championship and losing mid-games in the Argentinian League. And yeah. now we are... In an awful position. Yeah. We yikes. are very mid-table in the league after losing to teams such as... Actually, let me see. Chris. Boca Juniors. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> that okay. should be quite interesting. Especially after the... Oh, well, we tied most <laughs> recently with San Lorenzo, but tied also with Estudiantes, but in the league, losing to Racing, Belgrano, Tigre... Where's Belgrano Justicia. from? Belgrano is from Argentina. No, is there a specific town? Well, there's so many places called Belgrano in Argentina that I forget where. Are they known for having nice grain? For nice what? Grain. Is that like? What do you mean by that? That Belgrano means nice grain in Italian. Oh, yeah. Belgrano. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, you know. Okay, Club Atletico Belgrano. Known as El Pirata. El Pirata. Is from, oh, Cordoba. Cordoba. So oh, okay. Not from Buenos Aires. Huh. But in Buenos An Aires, as someone has been there many, many times, there are like hundreds and hundreds of streets and avenues called Belgrano. Hmm. Interesting. But yeah. Anyways, Boca Juniors doing mid, sadly. Mm. Anyways, update us on. Well, Europe, so, so do you want to talk about the European qualifiers and the World Cup qualifier stuff? Um, was there new ones? Because I was kind of not... The only new one was Kosovo beating Israel 1-0. Shout out Kosovo. Shout out Kosovo. That, that's a, yeah. a very impressive game, I do have to say. I mean, uh, Kosovo, let me see how they're doing in their group. Oh, Kosovo's fourth in their group. I mean, I hope one day to see them in the Euros. It will be really I cool, I hope right? to see them in the Europe as well. <laughs> in the Euros. That would be yeah. quite the interesting sight. Yeah, it would. Um... Yeah, otherwise, not a ton has happened since October um, with the Euro qualies. So that's, like, just kind of how it is right now. Um, were you keeping track at all with the World Cup qualifiers? Cause uh, which new ones happened? Because I don't think I was. I think there was a lot. Um, oh, tomorrow. <gasps> Argentina, Uruguay tomorrow. Oh, that's a big one, isn't oh, it? That's oh, that's a big boy. game. That's and Brazil-Colombia at the same time. Oh, jeez. Y'all wow. watch, ever watch two games at the same time? 
I did that <laughs> in the World Cup. That, yeah, it's called yeah. an NFL Red Zone. Yeah. We watch all the games at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. But oh, we also have Bolivia, Peru, the battle for the last place. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, let me see what else. Yeah. And Venezuela, Ecuador, Chile, Paraguay. That's the the South American qualifying that will be happening tomorrow in the because there's unlike the rest of the continent qualifyings, South America is just those ten teams battling it out. Mm-hmm. The rest of them, it's like a whole like elimination bracket. Hmm. Which, I, um, <coughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not quite exactly terrified for Friday. Right so Friday, you could talk about. Clubs well, in Europe. Up. Chris, you want to yeah. say your thing for a sec? Uh, so I'm concerned for Friday mm-hmm. because uh, in Group C, it's uh, Italy versus North Macedonia. Oh, God. It is round Ooh, two. Oh, Italy versus North Macedonia. Oh, God. If you told me like Please. 10 years ago I'm that... Having, I'm having bad flashbacks already. <laughs> if, you t- if you told me 10 years ago that Italy-North Macedonia would be a game that has like history... And <laughs> stakes and notoriety and notoriety, yeah, exactly. You know who I'm gonna feel bad for? Because mm. also in Group C, it's England versus Malta. Yeah, <laughs> Those go poor Malta. Guys. If Malta somehow gets a goal, that'll be a win. Hey, in my remember, book. remember who scored a goal against England in the '90s? Who scored the fastest qualifying goal against England in the '90s? The '90s. That that's crazy. San Marino. Yeah, oh, yeah. baby. <laughs> How long ago seven, were the 90s? Like 30, 30 years, years ago. years ago. Does that matter now? Yes, it does. <laughs> yes, it, it does. Because it was a San Marino goal. And San Marino has scored like 20 goals ever. Also, Cumulative. speaking of San Marino, they are going against Kazakhstan. They scored Friday. a goal. <laughs> no, yeah, San Marino. I think we talked about that in the yeah, last Yeah, segment, we did talk yeah. about it, but we they did score a goal. Segment. They did score a goal in, in one of their and last matches, which was brilliant. Yeah. But yeah, Kazakhstan versus San Marino. Kazakhstan is doing pretty good. This Friday. They beat Denmark a few months ago. I remember talking about that too. Denmark versus Slovenia would be an interesting one to watch. Denmark is doing really bad now. You know, they've been disappointing. They've been really disappointing since the World Cup. Of course, uh, Saturday, this will be an interesting match to see is uh, uh, Israel versus Romania. Yep. That'll be. Uh, that'll be. Romania's uh, doing good in their group. Which so is I surprising because. Let's face it. I mean, they're not really known for their sports. Yeah, they're, they aren't. The only, the only sports they can be decent at is right now in swim mm-hmm. because of uh, Popovich. Uh, and then uh, I think probably just gymnastics. But even then, they, they gymnastics been, used to be the Romania. Used to yeah, be oh, the yeah. Romania was like powerhouse in gymnastics. Really. That's not as much as it used know, to had, be. I knew, like the few gymnasts I know, Nadia Comaneci. Yeah, everybody knows Nadia Comaneci. My gym was named after her. <laughs> Wait, the one from when you lived in Romania? When I lived in Romania, yeah, our gym was named one. after Nadia Comaneci. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah, but I'm, no, I'll be very surprised to see how... Uh, it, if somehow Romania wins, I'll be surprised because, you know, it's the first time in a while I'll see Romania actually decently will do good at something. They were in the 2016 Euros, and that's kind of all i remember yeah hey i mean oh wait they, if I, they I can was, qualify i'll be happy they Romania did was a powerhouse in the 90s when they had george Hagi. when Stella won yeah the and Stella won the champions league. 
There's also, of course, that glorious video from the 90s of a... Was that the Champions League final when there was the video of the lion getting interviewed at a Romanian soccer game? Oh, that, <laughs> sorry, that was Romania. Hold the phone, a lion? Yeah, there's a video yeah. of a bunch of people like celebrating baby. a yeah. win of a soccer game. And someone holds up a very confused-looking lioness. Like a, like a, just like a baby lion? And the dude holding the mic passes it to the lion. <laughs> Yep. Wait, I remember, uh, I've seen that clip. That's, yeah. that's in Romania. That's in Romania. Yeah, yeah. of course. <laughs> I, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. Well. Uh, <laughs> Where did they even get one? My apologies, as I am about to bring down the mood. Um. This Saturday marks the anniversary of the death of Gabriele Gabbo Sandrini, who was a Lazio tifosi, and um was killed accidentally by a policeman during an altercation with a group of Roma Ultras ahead of a major derby and this incident really so crystallized the He was a he was an athlete? He no he was he was a Lazio Ultra who got into a fight with a group of Roma Ultras and it very kind of crystallized the relationship between the two clubs um and it put it um, kind of ground the entire league to a halt that day to the point where people even forcibly stopped games um, yeah. that were happening when it was announced. Oh, wow. Um, so that, like, people could pay their respects. Um, it very much united a lot of uh, Tifosi groups. So that was very nice to see, but at the end of the day, rather sad. Um, but yeah, so you'll, you'll see this, um, for games that were played on this anniversary that everyone's holding banners that say Gabo Viva Mm -hmm. because it's like he's living through all of the fans. So that's really sweet to see that people are still coming together to honor this man. He was also a disc jockey, Mm -hmm. notably so. Um, now going into the leagues, Mm -hmm. um, (laughs) Basel. <laughs> is is Basel is Basel over? Is Basel Jover? Basel has basically been relegated. <laughs> Dude, I'm sorry, but that would be so Ouch. funny if they it, get relegated. So they lost four one to Servette on Sunday. <laughs> which is <laughs> But yes. that isn't even the that isn't even the biggest twelfth in Swiss Super League. Last last in this Swiss Super League. Insane. Um, this is actually insane. So for reference, this is the main team from the city I live in. Yeah. The locals are voraciously and this fanatic. this has been, like, for a long time, the Swiss team in yeah, the Champions Yeah, they've been league. a major fixture in a lot of multinational club leagues. Um, and, yeah, so they lost 4-1 to a team that is normally, like, middle of the road in the league. Mm-hmm. But that isn't even the four-one loss. Isn't even the most, like, isn't the biggest point gap in terms of results from the weekend. That goes to BSC Young Boys beating FC Lucerne six to one. Young Boys better. Young Boys better, and it should also be noted that um, BSC Young Boys is, I believe, also yeah. Oh no, they're from Bern. Okay. Oh, they're from Bern? Yeah. Wow. I forget who the other team is from Lucerne, but Young Boys is from Bern. 
And yeah, they beat Lutzern 6-1. The first goal was in the sixth minute, and the last goal was in the 74th. So they were all over them. Mm. Um, now going into the Pakal, everybody get oh, ready yeah. to laugh. FC Bayern has been eliminated by FC Zabrücken. <laughs> Dude, it's the Harry Kane effect is taking place. Yep. Bro. So FC Zabrücken, Asta FC Zabrücken, um, is in the third league of Germany. Like they aren't even in the Zweite Bundesliga; they're in the Dritte Bundesliga, mm-hmm. and they beat, you know. The old grandma of German soccer, they, they FC beat, Bayern. They beat the monopoly of German the soccer. The monopoly of German soccer has been eliminated from the national bracket tournament. Which is amazing. That by a team in the third league. And it's as of right now. As of right now. As of right now, the Bundesliga, Bayer Leverkusen is first. It's a two-point gap, but Leverkusen is first. Yeah. So, so as of right now. So it should Bayern be noted, Germany has two big trophies the bundesliga and the pokal and the bundesliga is the trophy awarded to the team at the top of the scoring table at the end of the season the pokal gets teams from all of the major leagues of the country and puts them into a almost world cup style bracket Mm -hmm. to decide who is the overarching champion of the country and a team that is normally you know at the top of the yeah. bundesliga in the champions league won, they've like won. the last 10 years worth of bundesliga yep. and pokal and they got knocked out by third division Saarbrücken. Saarbrücken. and yep. now they are you know holding on to second place in the <laughs> bundesliga which i hope I hope they get lower so that it, they have less of a chance of winning. And it makes Harry Kane look even, yeah. even worse. Harry, um, Kane. For Harry Kane is a player that is well regarded as one of the best strikers currently. <laughs> and yet always manages to bring down every team around him. Yeah, he's been in Tottenham for the most of his career. Yeah. And Tottenham are famous for being a team that has been very close, yet has won, like, no trophies. Yep. Except and now, for the Audi Cup. And now <laughs> they are somewhat on the cusp of actually yeah. getting a trophy because Harry Kane left Bayern Munich. And now that Harry Kane is in Bayern Munich, Bayern has been cursed after 10 years of winning everything with potentially not winning. Also, FC Freiburg, the source of... a. Uh, pretty notable underdog story from a bit ago is presently eighth in the tournament um now oh also union berlin is last after the really good last year they had yeah. so i hope i hope they rise up a little bit now um the mls uh-huh. is in the playoffs right now and um we are entering the uh, conference semifinals and right now and i believe yeah the eastern conference philadelphia beat new england 3-1 and then 1-0 to move into the um into the conference semifinals against cincinnati and then orlando is going up against columbus um 
and whoever wins the each of those will then go into the conference final. On the other side, we have Houston Dynamo going against uh, Sporting Kansas City and the Seattle Sounders going against Los Angeles FC. So we'll see how those go. The first matches are on the 25th. So that'll be fun. Now going into Italy. Serie C had a lot, a lot of ties. Um, of course, shout out Monopoly beat SS Turris 1-0. But um, there were a lot of 4-0 results, including Erminio beating Virtus Verona, um, and then Avellino be uh, beating Brindisi, and Cesena beating Vis Pesaro. Also, Spal oh, lost Chese one. is the seahorse one. Spal lost one zero to Pontedera. Spal, what a fall! Yeah, Spal, Spal, Spal. <laughs> ah, poor Spal. Spal is presently 18th in their section, which Wait, means that they're is facing. Is Spal an acronym or is it? Ah, uh, just... I believe it. Oh yeah, Società Polisportiva Ars et Labor. Spal. It's Latin. Um, they're oh, from Ferrara. Well, the the second half is, yeah. They're from Ferrara in Emilia-Romagna. Um, I don't know how they managed to get to Serie C so fast. They're but pulling a Sunderland here. Yeah, they're also facing relegation to Serie D right now because they're in 18th of their group, which is very embarrassing, I have to say. Mm -hmm. Comparatively, the other team that's kind of known for being in and out of Serie A, Benevento, is in third in their group. Um, well, I remember Benevento's awful Serie A performances. Yeah, they were all over the place with that one. Um, yeah, Mantova's looking like they might get up to Serie B, which is fun. Now, talking about Serie B, um, Bari tied Feral Pisalo 3-3, which was a very weird game to keep track of. Um, most notable games were um, Cremonese beating Brescia 3-0 and Lecco beating Parma 3-2. So that's an interesting one to look at. As it stands with the table, um, Parma and Venezia and Palermo are the ones looking pretty close to getting promoted to A. The ones looking like they're getting demoted are Feral Pisalo, Ternana, and Spezia. Mm. Oh, and also Sampdoria is 15. Was Spezia in first division like the year before? Uh, I think two years ago. Sampdoria is in 15th. Oh, mm, yeah. Now for I, the I, I I wasn't able to find it because when I was in Genoa for a day, mm -hmm. uh, it was Sunday, so everything was closed. But I really wanted to get like a Sampdoria shirt just because I think it, I think I, I think it looks cool. Fair. Yeah. Um. Now Serie A, the big A. Oh yeah. Um. Juve beat Cagliari two one, which is nice. Um. The Lazio Roma derby happened and that ended zero zero. Um. Empoli beat Napoli one zero, which is quite a surprise. Oh, wait. yeah, yeah. I, I thought I misread it, but yeah, Empoli beat Napoli. Um, Fiorentina beat Bologna 2-1, which is nice. Sassuolo and Salernitana tied 2-2. And Milan and Lecce tied 2-2. Lecce. Lecce. Genoa beat Hellas Verona 1-0, which is also mm -hmm. kind of cool because they were just promoted last year. Um, was it the just couple more you said? Genoa. Genoa, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I remember. Atalanta and Udinese tied 1-1. Um, 
Um, and then Monza and Torino tied 1 1. Oh, I, f- I forgot Monza was here and they're nine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. It's very interesting. Um, also, just, just a note from last week. Um, we had um, Frosinone beating Empoli 2 1. Juventus barely squeaking away a 1 0 win against Fiorentina. Monza beat Hellas Verona 3 1. Which is again ridiculous because it's Monza, Monza. <laughs> um, and Bologna beating Lazio one zero is also quite something. There's a lot of teams in Serie A and Serie B and Serie C that you'll find are like, hang on, weren't they just in the other league a year ago? Yeah, this happens yeah. in Italy. This happens like, in Italy a lot. The the boards like people move up and down the leagues way more often than they do in other countries is what i've noticed and i think that makes italy very interesting to watch for soccer mm-hmm. also seeing inter at the top of the table is odd <laughs> no it's not too odd uh, considering how it? napoli just slammed through the league yeah. last year that and now they're league. in fourth uh, i mean you know also um roma is in seventh with i mean fiorentina's yeah. ahead of them was the last time you I heard hit- I mean, I don't know. Roma's just been very quietly. Francesco big. Totti. Since <laughs> since Totti since Totti retired, what has Roma done? Also, um, El Sharawi. I do like seeing. Oh yeah, Ju- El Sharawi is really. Cool. El Sharawi is like nice. I do like seeing Juventus in second, though. It it makes me happy to see them up this high, considering how be. bad. I, they I always like them because I think of them as the underdogs. <laughs> I I never thought of them as the underdogs, but they were my team, so I, I like them for that. Like Juventus, I know you don't. Um, they are well. I mean, I used to like them see, less. See, here you know, was back here's, when they were the Bayern of Italy. My but. thing is, um, when you when you grow up in, with family in the south of Italy, basically you have to pick between Lecce or whatever the local team is in, like, B or C. Yep. But if you want a team in A, you just kind of go Juventus because they're well, just the ones just there. just go Napoli. No. I mean, yes. I, I kind of have Nobody to. outside of Napoli wants to be associated <laughs> with Napoli. Exactly. Okay. E- exactly why uh, Exactly why I'm a fan of Napoli, just because <laughs> of uh, my just, dad. Just for the kicks? Yeah, well, it, yeah. It's just if because my dad is from Naples. Exactly. Your dad's from Naples, yeah. So, so it makes sense. That's why I support Monopoly and Bari is because I have family in Monopoly, and sure. Bari is the closest to my family. But I when it comes to Ah... because it's the... It's yeah. one my fam. It's just one my family put onto me. Yeah, but they're also like one of the biggest teams in your league, and that's yeah, just kind of how it is. Team. That's why I'm a fan of Juventus. Is just because I got put onto it. Boring. <laughs> I could say the same to you, being a fan of Boca, but I'm not going. No, but to. but <laughs> what? Boca has cooler colors. Oh, and it's all. It also has a cooler stadium. Mm. La Bombonera. Have you been to a game in La Bombonera? I haven't been to a game yet. I've been to multiple Juve games in <laughs> well, the Allianz Stadium. To, it's hard to go to a Boca game, but I will one day I will. Yeah. It's up there in the bucket list. I was at a Juve game where we beat Roma 1-0. It was very funny. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a nice stadium. Definitely missing a lot of the energy it used to have because they banned the Ultras because the Ultras were getting too rambunctious. But, mm. yeah. I also like Fiorentina. 
because I have family in Firenze, and I also really, really, really like purple. Honestly, yeah, they have really cool Purple's colors. Blood. Purple is a cool color. I'm also a big fan of any team that is brave enough to use a Kappa jersey. The only thing I will Kappa. never forgive did it, a few years ago they had their jerseys expensive. They did have Lecoq Sportif. Mm-hmm. And they were like, like, like they were the only team I knew that still had Lecoq Sportif. Yeah, um, it was yeah. What's the? Uh, That's a Sportif is a French brand, right? Lecoq Sportif, yeah, it's a French brand. Um, also, Where's quickly, uh, NBA thing. Uh, mm-hmm. Draymond Green, uh, Draymond Green suspended for five games. Oh, because of his whole uh, chokehold incident from uh, from last night's game. Oh, oh, that's that's something. Yeah, he. So basically, that... it was like. Wait, what, it, what, what sport is this? Basketball. Basketball. It was like the first ten minutes in the first quarter, and there was a, a fight that broke out, and uh, Draymond Green out of nowhere, he came in and put Rudy Goldberg, uh, yeah, Ruby Goldberg in a chokehold. Oh, huh. yeah, odd. Yeah, and they um, ejected, I think, three players from that game, uh, and of course, Goldberg and uh, Green was part of it, and now they just said. Uh, it just happened now, actually. That um, Green was suspended for five games. I don't yeah. know. If people are ejected from a game. That's either a really, that's either a really good game or a really bad game. So, uh, Keem, to what you were saying, there's a decent amount of teams that are using uh, Le Coq Sportif jerseys this season. Well, a decent, a small amount, but uh, they are Nice, huh? Estac Troy, Lausanne Sport, US Avranche. Can, which can you is say it in like not French? Can no. you say it in Lausanne Sport, US of Ranches, okay. Ironi Tiberius, <laughs> Bnei Saknin, Stellenbosch FC, okay, Bnei Shfaram, Hapuel Nof Hagalil, and Maccabi Herzliya. Wait, the, so are the last two Israeli teams? I'm assuming so. Yeah. I, okay, I, no, I, 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 I did recognize. America Troy. de Cali used them. Uh, this w- year. Wait, America de Cali. America de Cali. Whoa, um, also, South Africa used uh, Le Coq Sportif. Like the national team? Uh, I I'm, believe so. I'm personally a Puma kind of guy. I, my kids. I mean, in terms of the Italian national team, absolutely. Well, but, um, except for the fact that they swapped to Adidas. Well, <laughs> and they look terrible. <laughs> I know, I know. Oh, yeah, the South African national team did use Deportivo Cali also uses Le Coq Sportif. That's actually fire. Saint Etienne. Deportivo Cali. Nice. Y América de Cali. I will never forget Napoli for uh, putting their jerseys at 155 euros. <laughs> wow, that's beautiful. <laughs> um, oh, I, I remember we were discussing this. Um, LS is a brand that sometimes comes up in streetwear um, oh, yeah. as another Italian brand. LS. Um, I never and knew how to pronounce it. They were only ever used by two teams. Perugia and the New York Cosmos, <laughs> which is New a York Cosmos, the, the New York classic. Cosmos are a very, very bizarre team because Pele. Um, they literally had Pele. They had Pele, um, but they were in the North American Soccer League, which eventually yes. got folded into MLS. And then they were brought back in 2020 in the National Independent Soccer Association, which is a third-tier league and is named after the original it's one. The same, it's the same tier league that the Daytona team is on, for anyone who doesn't know. Wait, really? Oh, my gosh. Wait, Vasco da Gama is using Kappa this season. 
But are they in the second or first? I've... I don't even know. Let me look up Brasileiro. Oh, they are Brazilian, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. There's 112 Vasco. teams using Kappa this season. Okay, let me see. Oh, Vasco da Gama is very, is middle table in Brazil. Huh. Yeah, Fiorentina, Venezia. Oh, yeah. Venezia. Oh, Grêmio is back after the one season they had in the second division. Oh. And fourth in Brazil is Red Bull Monaco's. Bragantino. Monaco. AS Monaco's got some really nice jerseys for yeah, this season. Yeah, that's, that's clean. Yeah, look at this. Good old Kappa. Coming through. Yeah. I yeah. very much like that. Fiorentina. Uh, yeah. Uh, in my humble opinion, any team that is brave enough to go with Kappa for their jerseys cool. will wind up with good ones. Shout out Monaco. Fiorentina's <laughs> using um, Fiorentina's using butterflies as their theme for this season. Venezia, as always, classy. But yeah, Monaco, Athens, Calathea, Genoa. Genoa's jerseys are ugly, I will say. Yes. That's what com that's what you get for having MSC as your primary sponsor. <laughs> oh yeah. MSC. Yeah. Well, I mean even I was uh, on one of those over the summer. Torrense. I mean, even uh, got MSC as a Torrense. Tori what? Liga Portugal 2. Liga Portugal 2. <laughs> Torrense. I yeah. know dude the Port Sorry. Hey, hey, Espe Esperance de Tunis. Wait. <laughs> oh, <my laughs> I saw the Look shirts. At these, these are really nice too. Cause um, very nice. You know, you know when you see a Kappa jersey, how they usually have the the like two people down the sleeves. Yeah. Esperance is doing it down the sides. That's cool. That's I neat. saw I saw Esperanza Tunis shirts when I was oh, there. Oh, Spezia. You know. <laughs> also, you you were mentioning Portugal. Yes. Guess, take a wild guess at what the top four in the Portuguese league is. Uh, Sporting. <laughs> Sporting. <laughs> um, oh, uh, a cash case? No, it's no. It's a big three and uh, Braga. Uh, I so genuinely it's Braga fourth, and then it's either Porto, Sporting, or Benfica. Okay, yeah. First, I always forget Benfica. Second and third. So, um, if you ever happen to use um, Football Kit Archive, which is a very nice site to look at um, the jerseys of each season. Um, they have their top and flop for each manufacturer. And people have unanimously agreed that the Hull City goalkeeper jersey for this season City. is the worst Kappa jersey. It is bright pink, has a weird neo-techno sort of design, and has the Corendon Airlines sponsorship. Oh, my goodness. Um, <sighs> behold... Oh, an I mean, eyesore. It can DJ Smiley, what are your thoughts on this bright pink eyesore? It is an eyesore. It looks like it's trying to capitalize off of the Barbie stuff. Ooh, that's a good point. Good. That, that, it, yeah. At least it could, it could, you know, blind the player yeah. who's is, against is you. Is Barbie as big in, in Europe, Europe oh, yeah, as yeah. it is in America? Yeah, I went to see it over hey, the summer Bobby. and it was packed. Um, also... Okay. Second and third for the worst ones are both Empoli, and I believe that's in part because their main sponsor is called Computer Gross. Computer Gross? Yeah. <laughs> also, people seem to really like SKA Kabarovsk's home jersey, Wait, and I agree. Well, looks is that dope. in Russia? Yes, it is. Oh. Yeah. I mean, it's like a thought. There there's, really, there's a really vintage jersey. Mm. There's a vintage jersey Peter. I've been looking for ah. years. Oh, no, I like that. That's very yeah. nice. That's a sweet design. There's an old vintage Adidas jersey I've been looking for years. Mm -hmm. What is it? It's uh, the Soviet Union's home shirt from 89 <laughs> to 91. 
<laughs> well, it, it was banned in like if it was banned in the World Cup, but they only used it in their home matches. And it, mm-hmm. I like the design because it's red and white. It's red and white. You know, red. yeah, it's a solid looking. It's a cool design from uh, Adidas, but they never used it in matches. Oh, which Sorry, is, you which, know what is which is cool? why it's super rare. Like you know what is cool though. though? Mm? The SGA's Professional Development Committee. Oh. They yes. meet on Tuesdays at 11 a.m. in the chamber uh, in in 210, SU 210. Uh, they discuss important topics regarding helping students advance their career goals and get uh, the jobs they're reaching for. And anybody's mm. welcome. So if yeah. you, you want to go check that out, that's there. And that's pretty cool. Uh, um, also... We love them here on the Wicked 102.5 WIKDLP Daytona Beach. Mm. Never forget uh, Fiorentina's 1992-93 away shirt that got banned for having um, a very the, interesting Why are the band symbol. kits the coolest wait, 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 ones? Can I see? Can I see? Can that's, I see the, the <laughs> That's the one thing I hate is that the band <laughs> kits are always the coolest one for some reason. Yeah, it is very cool. They had a big old 7-Up sponsorship, uh, this one. Okay, so I got Oh, a no, yeah, that's yeah. not a very cool kit. It's a cool looking kit. Uh, it just has a very, very, very unfortunate symbol on it, to put it mildly. Okay, so I've always wondered, why ah. are they called kits? Why don't you just call them uniforms? Well, because kit. Kit. Um, I don't know. When, when, I, when you think uniform, if you, somebody says the word uniform, you think what do you think military? Of cool yeah. sporting. Or what, or what about yes. jersey? Because you have boarding basketball, school. jersey, you got I, hockey, I, baseball, Bengals uniforms have always looked good. Um, mm-hmm. Except the recent yeah. ones are not my favorite. Uh, I mean, I, n- I love the tiger stripe yeah. design that you guys tiger. use. The old Bengals. Uh, yeah, that reminds me of the Andy Dalton days when they play my Steelers. Oh, my goodness. Andy Dalton. Mm, Philadelphia also, Eagle Kelly Green goes so hard. Ugh. Cool it. As a Cowboys fan also, respectfully, no. Another, <laughs> who said they're a Cowboys fan? L. 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 How, how does it feel to just... Be to so lose good all and the then time. Wait, like, be good like Cowboys and the Dallas Cowboys? Yes. Look, I don't know anything about football, but I've heard that the Cowboys like suck. They don't Sorry. suck. Uh, last Essential time I checked for six they and do. three. <laughs> they don't they don't suck until they do. Twenty eight twenty three. It don't lie. We have also, six wins that was, and three losses. Sorry. Your most recent know. loss to my team. Um, we almost beat y'all. Yeah, we, and we that, almost beat y'all. But that we was the like most embarrassing game I've ever seen for both my team and your team. Dak Prescott had himself a game. That, <laughs> that was crazy. Also, the Eagles are playing the Chiefs on Monday the twentieth. Oh boy! Yeah, Super Bowl rematch. More importantly, the Kelsey game. Yeah, it is the Kelsey do, game. Do you think Taylor will be at that game? I think she will be. Oh, she yeah. absolutely Taylor will be. Taylor affect the direction of the Kansas City That'll be a very good question. Because no, here's the thing. Whenever she shows up to a game that Travis is just playing. just affects the money they get. Oh, it's an away, it's an away game for Philly, Philadelphia. too. Mm. Oh, good luck with that. Yeah. Very few teams can go into Arrowhead and win. Well, we'll, we'll see. We'll never see. say never. See, I'm I, f- I didn't. I just said very few teams yeah. can do it. I'm a... Fan of three teams: Cowboys, Panthers, and Steelers. Cowboys because we lost from Texas. <laughs> Steelers from Pittsburgh because my dad's from Pittsburgh, and then Panthers because I'm from Charlotte. So I've grown up watching all that's three a, teams. That's a but gnarly I, line. I, I, I got the Cowboys and the Panthers this week. I don't know why that's America's game of the week. I don't know why uh, the Cowboys so. are going to absolutely railroad the Panthers. I got the over on the score. Like I love the Panthers. Ooh. 
but they got to get a better online, in my opinion. Um, yes. You know, Bryce yes. Young, he, he's a really good quarterback. He has you the could, tools. You could say he's a young quarterback. Yes, yes, he is. He was really good in college. He was really good in college. Um, but he has the tools. He has M. Thielen, Hayden Hurst, um, some other guys on that team that Hurst I can't Hurst is name. good. Uh, we got Miles Sanders from the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, you did. Um, so... If they had a barrel line, they'd do better. But the Cowboys, Dak's going to have himself another game. He gave me 38 fantasy points last week. So, thank you, Dak. So, um, yeah, because I've been a Eagles and Patriots fan for most of my life, Ooh. which is a very, very unfortunate Ooh. lineup. You should have just added the Cowboys onto that, and then you <laughs> hey. would have all three of the most hated teams. Hey, listen, I may be Cowboys. a fan of some hated teams, but I will never stoop low enough to be a Cowboys what fan. Team no, isn't hated? <laughs> Every team is like hated. What team isn't hated? Uh... Okay, so maybe let's the, start with maybe the Colts, the, the Dolphins, maybe the Browns because they always the do Colts so bad. Nope, the the Browns are not liked because their They're fan base is not very nice. True. You know who's um, the worst fan base? Philadelphia. And that's like coming from like my friends and my parents. Yeah, and my yeah. So yeah it's the Cowboys fan. <laughs> <laughs> we're pretty hey, bad. I have though. a friend who's a Bills fan, and he said Philadelphia is like the worst fan base. Ooh. Well, that's because the Bills fans don't know how to deal with losing yeah. uh, and not actually having an elite quarterback. And the Jets so, fans are just miserable. Yeah. Uh, so so not hated fan bases like you couldn't say anything bad about them because they never do anything I mean, bad. It's hard to um, say anything bad about the Jets fans because they're just dealing with the misery of being a Jets fan. Right. And they deal with it so well. Mm-hmm. They do. Mm-hmm. Uh, Colts. Yep. Steelers. Steelers, they're they're always out there. Yeah. Not so much. The yins are yeah. stick together. Um, uh, Panthers. Listen, Texans. I was, I was I, Texans Steelers unless game. you bring up Oilers. True. I've um, never seen much bad press about um, the Lions fans. That it's is also true. The Lions. Lions. Yeah. Um, but also the. You're talking about the Detroit Lions, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah they just don't do anything. Well, yeah, because it's Detroit. Oh, they're doing right, really right. well this year. Yeah, they How have been they? doing well. They they are in the running for first seed in the yeah, NFC. Yeah, they're, they're like the really? second-seeded team in the NFC. That's crazy. Yeah, usually they aren't that good, but now they, they are. They might win this year. Good for them. Um, I was wow. at a Steelers-Panthers game last year, and I must say the Steelers fan bases do travel because um, I, I was rooting for the Steelers that game. And I was wearing my Bucky's onesie with a Steelers <laughs> jersey over it. It was awesome, but there were more black and gold in the stands. It looked like Heinz Field South. I will never call it Acrisure Stadium. I've grown up knowing it is Heinz Field. It will be Heinz Field in my heart. That's the, that's how it is with uh, anytime, like anytime there's a San Francisco game in Jacksonville. Please don't mention San Francisco. It's it's always it's always filled with um, San Francisco fans. Uh, Jacksonville is another team where you don't really hear anything about the fan base because they don't they don't do anything. Um, the um, I mean the Eagles fans are everywhere is the thing. Ugh. Like it's it's like that's that's one of the things with them is just they're everywhere. Um, I of course my family are all Eagles fans as am I to an extent so it's that's just kind of how we roll. But um, I I would agree that Eagles fans are very aggressive, especially when we lose. <laughs> um, but 
in general, um, oh my god, the uh, yeah, I, I think generally the mildest fan bases are the ones that have dealt with their teams not doing well. Houston, did we say we said Houston, right? Yeah, we said yeah, we, we said, said Houston. Oh, Tennessee. Yeah. What about Atlanta? What about Atlanta? They, they, they just seem no. so neutral to me. Atlanta, uh, there's some definitely Carolina. Neutral. But well, here's the thing with Carolina: they're not there. when the team loses, they're like hiding away. But as soon as they win, they all like creep out other little. Yeah, they're holes. all so kind of like, just. They're just like. They're, they're, it's like their fans only when they win. It seems like Cardinals, Cardinals Bears, yeah. uh, Vikings, Saints. I'd say the Vikings are pretty neutral. Um, I would like to put a bid in for the Giants being neutral. No. no, absolutely not. Now you know who's ruthless: the Raiders when they were back in Oakland. I have. Oh, seen the so. black hole. Oh my god, <laughs> the black like, hole. Don't yeah. get me started. Now, most controversial Raiders game I've seen was that Sunday night football game against the Cowboys, and you had Gene Steratore uh, get the, the index card first down. Yep. I mean, can't forget the Purple People Eaters back <laughs> when they were in their prime. They were quite something to behold. I'm sorry, hold the phone. There's there's a team called Purple People There is a Eaters. team that was nicknamed the Purple People Eaters, and they are the Minnesota oh, Vikings. That they're, is they're truly <laughs> unfortunate. <laughs> Why? Because so, I was hoping for a team that's actually named the Purple People Eaters. That's so funny. No. No, the, the Vikings uh, at one Barney. point, their uniform was like several shades of purple. Vivid. Like, team Barney. Not so, even not even the same purple. Like the helmet was a different purple. The yeah. jersey was a different purple. The pants were a different purple. Which is very funny. So remember it was like twenty fifteen. Holy cow, that was eight years ago. That's that's crazy. Don't remind me. Um the NFL came out with the color rush jerseys. Yeah. And there were some controversial ones like the um the the uh, Dolphins and the Seahawks, both of theirs looked like traffic cones. Yep. Um, my Panthers, they debuted theirs uh, Thanksgiving when they played the Cowboys. Um, that was during their Super Bowl run year. And I first saw them like, what's with the all blue jersey? I've never seen that jersey before. And I really liked it. I don't know why the NFL got rid of that jersey, the uh, color rush jerseys. I think they should bring them back. I know a couple teams still wear theirs, but... Something, I think the Chiefs still wear theirs. I know Pittsburgh sometimes wears them. But something I noticed, uh, I was watching the Cowboys game yesterday. Um, they were wearing uh, a red stripe on their helmets. So you know how on the Cowboys, it's like the helmets, it's like the two blue stripes of that white stripe down the middle. Mm-hmm. So the um, one of the stripes was replaced by a red. And at first I was like, um, you know, oh, that's probably just an alternate helmet, I guess. But I was actually doing some digging around today, and I found out it was for their salute to service. Um, like a red, white, and blue uh, semblance for salute to service. They did it for their Medal of Honor game last year, and then they did it for their salute to service game this year for Veterans Day. So yeah. that's why they incorporated the red line onto their helmet for this week. Interesting. And some other news in the NFL. Deshaun Watson to undergo season-ending sol- shoulder surgery. So stepping in yeah. announced is backup rookie Dorian Thompson-Robinson, who had a heck of a preseason this year, he'll be starting against my Steelers, Goyenzas. <laughs> um, they, uh, the Browns played a heck of a game um, Sunday playing against the Ravens. Uh, they were down badly at the half. They came back and won. So they're at 6-3 and three now, sitting with my Steelers. Ravens leading the division 7-3, and three, going to the bye week, I think week 13. 
I was looking up, and uh, I was. Did any of y'all watch the Bills Broncos game Monday night? No. I watched the last like two minutes of it. Yeah, it's how like Russell Wilson was like running around trying to chuck that ball up, and there's like that pi uh, that put him in field goal <laughs> range, and then no timeouts left. They try to rush the field goal guy, misses it. Penalty flag on the field. Twelve guys uh, on the field, so they get move up five yards. Get to redo, drills it, right, drills it right down the middle. Broncos won, and because of that, I got to win my fantasy game and a game I was projected to lose. Whoopee! So, a win is a win. Solid. That's nice. awesome. Yeah. Uh, so, since the last time that we have been here, mm-hmm. um, we've had the... Um, Head coach for um, the the Raiders get fired. Uh, Josh, Josh McDaniels. McDaniels. Um, it's a good New Balance kid. Yeah. Yeah. Josh so, McDaniels, huh? I think they fired their GM also. <laughs> <coughs> the Las Re- Vegas really? Raiders. Did yeah, they? I think they fired their GM also. Interesting. Um, and then. They had, um, let's see, who was it? Sorry, um, sorry, I just found out that there's a team in the Italian B League that is sponsored by the supermarket that I normally use in Switzerland. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> um, so, what was it? After the Bills game. Uh, on Tuesday, so yesterday, the offensive coordinator for uh, the Bills was also uh, fired. Hmm. Um, which is not great uh, for mid-season stuff. Um, but... You know, who who knows? We'll see. Um, I, I'm sorry. I'm currently going through the playoff machine. Um, Real. And, uh, yeah, and when we're picking games. We're giggling um, looking at a team sponsored by a large pharmacy chain. <laughs> now, one game to watch this weekend. Excuse me. Is the... um? Where is it? Excuse me. One team... Uh, this year, that's really surprising. Everyone is the Miami Dolphins. Never forget that uh, it was like seventy to twenty game they put up against the Broncos. Yet, you know they, they were getting absolutely smoked by the Dolphins early in the year, and then now they're what they beat the Chiefs. Now they're they're beating the Bronc uh, the Bill. Yeah, excuse me, the Bills. I mean, the Broncos could be sleepers. I'm just saying, I, I could be going cuckoo, but I mean, <laughs> anything's up in the air. Yeah, that's fair. Um one thing that I've always kind of wondered was, um, oh, what was it? Oh, never mind. I, I'm thinking about uh, baseball again. When the Phillies beat the Marlins, one of the main like Philadelphia meme accounts posted a picture of like a bunch of dudes posing with a giant Marlin they caught and then photoshopped. No. Um, at ah. Uh, think like schwarber and uh two others faces onto the dudes so that was funny 
Um, oh, I missed the baseball season already. Um, I am a Rangers and Pirates fan, so as a Pirates fan, we, we kind of had our shot in 2015, 2016, um, the, goal, the glory years, the 2010s decade. Um, but I'm glad to see my Rangers won it all this year. Hmm. What? I, I hear a little... Sorry. Um, judgment. No, 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 no. <laughs> um, I think you're still laughing about the pharmacy chain. No, this is this is different. Now there were there were four teams that were sponsored by Sega. Sega. Um, Arsenal, Tottenham Hotspur, Tottenham, Saint Etienne, and J E F United Ichihara Chiba. <laughs> so so these are two teams in the top league of England. One team in the second league in Japan and one team in the second league in France were sponsored by video game giant Sega. <laughs> oh, hey, maybe they want to sponsor people too. Bizarre. Random. Very. Oh. I'm oh, still God. going through <laughs> matchups. Um, Let's go. Uh, I'm currently None at week 17. Italy. That's good. So, uh, hang on. So, 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 um, Fiat, major Italian car manufacturer, has sponsored 12 teams, none of which are in Italy. Bruh. They are in Brazil, Argentina, England, France, and Chile. Of all places, dude. Of all the places. <laughs> That's crazy. Ooh. <sighs> all right. Uh, oh, painful watching day. college football because uh, I'm rooting for Let's Air Force. Let's go, Knowles. How about Zero them losses. Bulldogs? Uh, I'm rooting for Air Force, and unfortunately, watching them lose to Army by 20 points was painful. Oof. But they did beat Navy, though. <laughs> Constellation Prize. Okay. I, hey, I just want to see if they can take uh, if they can take the crown this year. Okay, so I want everyone's opinion. Texas okay. and OU joining the SEC next year. Uh, I've heard mixed reviews about their joining. What, what, what are y'all's thoughts? Wait, say uh, that again. I, wasn't I, I guess attention. it's okay. <laughs> Texas and Oklahoma joining the SEC fall of next year. Interesting. See, what I see is... um. They make these moves basically around football, but what they're forgetting is you have these other sports that come into play, like baseball, soccer, basketball. So um, I feel like they view these moves around the football schedule, but um, I saw this TikTok someone made um, earlier in the school year. I think they were like a college athlete, a soccer player up in one of the Pac-12 schools, and they said... I think it was Washington, but they said the move for them is really going to hurt them a lot because they had like a home game on a Wednesday or something like that or on a weekend, like an away game in the middle of the week. And then they're just traveling constantly. So going from like the West Coast to like the Midwest East Coast, it's just going to wreck up their um, circadian rhythm for sleep and just wreck their body. And yeah, they, they do it for football, but it's just like. I feel like it's unfair to the other players for different sports. Let's play football. <sighs> okay, I finished my my uh, predictions. Ooh. Uh, so what there is a little bit of bias for me for the Bengals. Um, so mm. currently, mm. 
for NFC. I'll start there because that's a lot easier to go through. I swear, if you match up the Cowboys with the 49ers, I'm going to lose my mind. Uh, no. So first seed is Philadelphia, projected 15-2. and two. Um, Wild card games, seventh seed is Seattle, projected as 9-8. and eight. I, I want you to remember their scores when we go to the AFC and I talk about everybody's um, scores. Uh, second seed is Detroit for 15-2. and two. That's valid. Uh, yep. Sixth seed, uh, Minnesota, projected 9-8. and eight. Uh, San, Minnesota. Fr- uh, San Francisco is third seed, 13-4. and four. Fifth seed is Dallas, 12-5. and five. Fourth seed is Saints, 11-6. and six. Um, So I have the Saints winning the NFC South because um, I think they're currently the best team. Uh, they're currently five and five, uh, followed by four and five, four and six, and one and eight. Uh, projected for NFC South, I have eleven and six, eight and nine, eight and nine for Atlanta and Tampa, and then one and sixteen for Carolina. Um, Ouch! They do not have any uh, easy games this week. Is Dallas? They're going to get railroaded, like I said. Right. Next week is Titans, uh, who are currently 3-6. Um, and six, But that's still better than 1-8. Uh, week 13 is Tampa Bay, which uh, you said earlier was 4-5. and five. Uh, Week 14 is against uh, the Saints. Week 15 is the Falcons. 16 is uh, Green Bay, which is currently 3-6. and six. Um, Then it's the uh, Jacksonville, and then we, we talked about week 18. So I, I think Carolina is going to not really win any games for the rest of the season. Um for the NFC North, uh, Detroit and Minnesota are making the playoffs, and then Green Bay and Chicago are both, for me, projected to have five and twelve uh, as their final um, thing. They're just not good enough to win against these uh, teams. Um, for uh, NFC East, Philly and Dallas are both going to the playoffs. Uh, and then Washington and uh, New York will miss it. Uh, Washington will just miss it to uh, Seattle um, it, with my projections. Uh, and then the Giants are going to end the season with 3-14. and 14. Uh, That contract extension with Mac Jones was not a very good idea. Um, they sh- definitely should have waited at least another season. Um sign that contract because we had one season where he did well and that's it. Uh, so I think they should have waited on that. Any thoughts? Yeah, I mean, as a person who hates the Patriots because they beat the Panthers in the 2004 Super Bowl. Wow. <laughs> even though I was only one year, uh, actually six you're months that, old. You're that bitter? 
Jeez, I am dude. better anytime the Panthers you were, lose the Super Bowl. You weren't even old enough to remember that. Happening. And you know what stinks? There's a picture that my of me that when I was a baby, my family put me in a New England Patriots onesie. <laughs> and I'm so mad. There is there's a picture of me as a baby. What does that have to do with Daniel Jones? <laughs> oh, I, th- I thought we should talk about Mac Jones on the Patriots. No, Daniel Jones. I oh. We're still in the NFC. Daniel Jones, the one that's playing or not playing for the New York Giants. <laughs> all I heard was FC and then East. That's all I heard. Uh, okay, so he just ignored you. That's what happened. <laughs> Jeez. Uh-oh. All right, well, fine. Uh, that, we'll move on to the NFC, NFC <laughs> West, with San Francisco is obviously going to be in the playoffs. Uh, Seattle, uh, interesting, it's not highlighted here. Seattle's making it uh, with a 9-8 record, but again, Washington could easily take that spot. Uh, same with Minnesota, uh, as Minnesota is also 9-8. Uh and projected, and then Los Angeles and Arizona are going to fall very short of that. Um, now we get to the more interesting side, where anybody can take these. Um, so the AFC, I have Kansas City as f- number one, uh, with a thirteen and four record. Seventh seed, I have Pittsburgh. Yeah, uh, Pittsburgh. With eleven and six. For the record, I had seventh seed in NFC Seattle as nine and eight. That is a two-game difference as the bottom of the AFC um, playoffs. Second seed, I have Baltimore's twelve and five. Uh, sixth seed, I have Cincinnati, twelve and five. Third seed, I have Jacksonville, twelve and five. Fifth seed, I have Houston, twelve and five. Fourth seed, I have Miami, eleven and six. Uh, Miami's eleven and six because Miami has a lot of actual good games um, that they're going to be playing here shortly. And uh, as we've seen so far in three games, that's their losses have all been actually good teams. So I don't think that Miami is necessarily good against good teams I think they're just um like really they have a really simple schedule and you just get to beat up on um weaker teams uh so starting in the AFC North the wins Baltimore Cincinnati Pittsburgh all three I have currently in the playoffs Cleveland just misses it with a 10 and 7 record that means the AFC North projected for me is 12 and 5, 12 and 5, 11, 6, 10 and 7. That's really good. Um, and that's that's something that I, I've noticed is kind of the way it's going here right now is the AFC is so much better than the NFC. And it's not going to get any it's just only going to get more despairing Uh, AFC South Jacksonville, Houston, Indianapolis Tennessee uh, 12-5, 12-5, 6-1 and 5-12 AFC East so here you go 
<laughs> Miami is going to be the only one from the AFC, in my opinion, that makes the playoffs. Uh, Buffalo will fall to eight and nine. Uh, Jets will go six and eleven, and New England will go in four and thirteen. Um, Interesting. Kansas City will be the only one from the AFC West to make playoffs. Um, Denver will fall short nine and eight. Uh, a winning record. Big turnaround from last year. Big turnaround from last year. They're currently four and five. I think they're going to win five more games. Um, Las Vegas, Los Angeles. Las Vegas will end with a seven and ten record. Um, and Los Angeles will um, fall with a five and twelve record. Uh, the lowest I have anybody in the AFC is four and thirteen, which is better than one, two, three uh, other teams I have projected in the NFC, and equal to one team in the uh, one other team in the AFC or the NFC. That's that's super telling. Um, so, what do you guys what do you guys think about the the mass despairing and talent um, from the AFC versus the NFC? I think it's pretty weird because you think at the because I know the NFC and AFC teams they change a little bit at the beginning of the year. So, I mean, you think they'd like balance it out a little bit. I I think it might just might have been an error by the NFL and. I guess they'll have to readjust it next year, but you're right. That is really weird. What do you mean readjust? You mean like restructure and put teams from the NFC and the AFC and teams in the AFC and the NFC? I'm not sure that's how that works, but if it is how that works, then that's exactly what I mean. And if it's not how it works, then I use the counter of I don't watch football enough to to say. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I think there's only so much that you can within one season if it's that jarring of an issue but I think generally we we just kind of sit this one out you know you just kind of look and see where the teams take it and yeah because how often do like key regulations like that change I have no idea yeah because um, I feel see. like they would oh, do them in phases. Do um, so another team that I feel like has had a big change is the Houston Texans. They had they went three thirteen and one last year, and they're at like what four wins, and we're at week eleven. I want to say that's already more than the entire wins they got in eighteen weeks last year. I mean that kid C.J. Stroud. Usually, Ohio State quarterbacks have been known to not do well in the league. Um, more Ohio State wide receivers were known to do well in the league. So, seeing an Ohio State quarterback come out, ball with a team that normally is not good compared to, well, when, when did the Texans last make the playoffs? Was that 2017? A while. Yeah. When they had Deshaun Watson still. Um, seeing C.J. Stroud come in. And absolutely ball out with the Texans. And I'm looking at Google standings for the NFL. And right now they're second in their division at 5-4. So only a game behind Jacksonville. 
So yeah, no, I mean, the, those Texans are really Texans are coming back, and I'm happy for them. Uh, to answer the question of when that happens, since um, 1998, the divisions have only changed twice. Once was when the Browns in 1999 kind of ran out of money, uh, so they were granted like an expansion team. Um, and then the Seahawks switched from the AFC West to the NFC West in 2002. So what I'm hearing is it is possible. It just doesn't happen all that often. Right. Um, so what the next question is going to be is if they change what games happen. Um, so you mean like the specific matchups or the order in which they happen? Both. Sure. So instead of... Let's let's look at... I, I, instead of having Carolina play... Oh, never mind. Carolina is a bad example. I'm sorry. Ouch. Um... <laughs> <laughs> let's let's actually you know let's go to Miami. Miami. Let, let's look at Miami's schedule. Miami daily traffic. So instead of having Miami play against the Chargers, the Patriots, the Giants, the Panthers, um, I I mean they're gonna play against the Patriots because they're in the same league or in the same um thing, I, I'm, but. Yes. Instead of having them play against not great teams, have them play against half decent, half um, half decent, half not decent teams. Oh, um, uh, quick question. Well, well, quick question. While we're on football, um, football, football, um. The uh, Canadian Football League. Minor piece of news from there. Uh, defensive tackle Poop Johnson has signed with the Toronto <laughs> Argonauts. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. It was with the <laughs> Toronto team. Like, Toronto tweet. Argonaut. Welcome, Poop. Yep. Well, I mean, it's the Canadians. It, it had to be said. Plus, that's so, really funny. So his name is Corey Johnson, but he goes by Poop. <laughs> You know, okay. you as long driver, as he's happy. Do you think his driver's license says poop? I don't know. I sure hope it does. He's I from, would love to see it. He's Imagine. from Columbia, South Carolina. Went to high school in Chambersburg, Pennsylvania. Went to college at the University of Kentucky. And he's played for... Um, he was on the practice squad for the Atlanta Falcons and the Kansas City Chiefs in 2016. Played for the Winnipeg Blue Bombers from 2017 to 2018. Saskatchewan Rough Riders in 2018. And Toronto Argonauts uh, from 2019. And it looks like he's re-signed with uh, the Toronto Argonauts recently. I don't even need to know all that. All I need to know is where he got that nickname and then not go there. Uh, uh, (laughs) He received his nickname during his time in Kentucky after a reporter asked him about his fluctuating weight. He quipped quipped that it was because he poops so much. Which caught on with his teammates. <laughs> well, I mean, if you're going to say something like that, I don't know what you you were expecting. <laughs> yep. 
So that is the origins of. You know, it needed to be known. Poop Johnson's nickname. So, I wanna I wanna go over this week's games. Uh, yeah. And who everybody has to win. Um, so it's like that CBS and Fox. Oh, you know who you got to win? Like that kind of stuff, right? Oh, that could yeah. be interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so okay. so tomorrow at eight fifteen, yeah. I will be watching this. Uh, I'm going to have a heart attack watching this game. <laughs> um, Bengals at Ravens. Uh, current Ooh. line is Baltimore uh, is three point three and a half points on the spread. Uh, for those who don't know, that means Baltimore is three and a half points more likely to win. Um, not like game points, but um, Vegas points. Ah, uh, gambling. Okay. Whoopee! So anyway, um, I'm Terry Bradshaw. I'm the most funny guy on Fox. Give me Ravens by ten. Uh, I don't know. I don't think the Ravens are that good. Like, I don't think they're gonna beat the Bengals. I, I think I'm gonna hand it to the Bengals with no with no good reasoning as to why because I don't know anything about any of the teams. I just figured I'd just throw that in there. I don't pay attention to either of the teams particularly, but I'm gonna say the Bengals because I know they're pretty good and um, I like their jerseys. <laughs> All valid reasons. All right, Steelers Browns. Uh, Browns have a one-point uh, spread. Is Steelers versus the Browns? I'm gonna say Steelers the... at Browns. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm gonna say the Steelers. Once again, I have no good reasoning. Can I give you my complete and totally biased opinion? Steelers. You can say Steelers. That's fine. Steelers. It's Steelers. Who again? Steelers <laughs> at Browns. Steelers. Oh yeah, Steelers. Also, I feel like it should have changed since Deshaun Watson went out. You know, completely different quarterback. I like. Yeah, he played in the preseason, but that was with backups. Like this backup yeah. DTR is going up against um, like TJ Watt, Cam Hayward, if, Fitzpatrick, JPJ. So it's like it, it's just got to be different now that Watson's out for the season. I I think it was three points um, earlier this week. Um. But I, Steelers can't score points. Oh, um, now, now, hold on. Well, not so with I, that attitude. <laughs> oh, now, now, Deshaun hold on. Watson is out, so. Oh. Um, their defense. Their defense, though, is. Their, uh, their I think beast. I'm going to pick the Browns. Yeah. Did you, um, did you hear that on uh, TJ? Surpassed his brother JJ Watt. Uh, it was like most sacks, I think, hit all time. <laughs> Um, second place all time for most sacks through your first hundred career games, I think. So JJ was at eighty-seven and a half. TJ Watt passed him. I think it was last week uh, to eighty-eight now. Ooh. So he's second all time. Reggie White is number one. I think with one hundred five. Is there any chance of him being that record? No. 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 Oh, okay. He'd have to get like twenty. I think um, about twenty sacks in like the next three games. And that's like not possible. <laughs> I mean, it is possible but if you play it's just really bad not likely. teams. It's just not likely. It's okay. All right, Second place on. is commendable. Second place is first loser. Bears at Lions. You've been Lions all day, man. I, the spread is eight points in Detroit's favor. So uh, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say Lions. <laughs> you know they they need a win. Apparently they've never been to a Super Bowl. Nope. So nope. You know what? For, Give us the Lions. For 
somewhat valid reasons, though, it must be said. Um, next game, Chargers-Packers. Uh, oh. Chargers at Packers. Currently, cold. currently uh. it is uh, three points in Chargers' favor. See, I really? About, I forgot about both of those teams. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go Packers because you're playing at Lambeau. Lambeau already itself is a hostile environment. Right there. <laughs> <laughs> and you're playing in the cold compared to sunny California in an air-conditioned, well, air-conditioned, I say loosely because, you know, it gets hot in there, uh, arena um, stadium on the California coast. Uh, so I think it'll just be a big climate change for the Chargers. So give me the Packers. No, I think it'll be a close game, but give me the Packers. I think it'll be a close game as well. I'm going to pick Packers because I think the Chargers are going to charger it. <laughs> and I, I was watching the Packers Steelers game last week. Jordan Love made some amazing throws. He was making some plays. I, so I, I can see him, even though he gave up two picks to lose the game, I can still see him carrying some momentum to beat the Chargers this week. I... I'm going to agree with Smiley in that I think the Packers will probably win, not only because the Chargers are going to charger it, but also because even when the Patriots were in a very dominant streak, they would always struggle to beat the Packers when I was younger. Um, and, and that always stuck with me. I would have to agree with JP in saying that the, that the Packers are going to win Simply because of that weather thing, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next game is Raiders at Dolphins. Oh. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, Dolphins. Dolphins. Spread is 13 and a half points in Dolphins' favor. Wow. I, I got two. That's, a, that's I got a big Mostert. percentage. I got it is a very large percentage. Team, so. That's, um, I don't know. It's a larger percentage than the Cowboys and Panthers game. What? Um, yeah. The Cowboys-Panthers game is a 10 and a half spread. Dang. Which is anyway. less than 13 and a half, and the Raiders are 5 and 5. Where are the Raiders from? I completely forgot. Presently Josh Las McDaniel. Vegas. Las, Las Vegas. Vegas. Oh, I thought you said, what is the Raiders' problem? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Josh McDaniels is the problem. Well, I mean, their problem could also be that they're from Las Vegas. I don't know. But um, I don't know. I think probably jet lag, climate change. I'm going to say uh, Dolphins. Okay. Also, so what they there's a little tactic what they do with their um stadium. So it's they have, not a tactic. They they built it. Yeah, like so that. the Dolphins it's with their their, their, their tactic, stupid the uh stadium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they got one sideline in the direct shade, which is the Dolphin sideline, yeah. and they have the um the away sideline direct sunlight. I hear it's like a forty degree difference. It is pretty. Like, aggressive. I've seen pictures of thermometers taken on each side. It was like hundred and twenty degrees on like the away team side and the home team side. It was like eighty. So what I'm hearing is they built it specifically in the Dolphins. Yes. Yeah. That's yes. very interesting. It's very Dolphins, too. Um, anyway. Next game. Dolphins. Giants at Commanders. Uh, <laughs> spread is eight and a half points in favor of Washington. Give me Commanders because they're known yeah. to do some magic and win games that you didn't think they would win. Uh, also, the Giants are two and eight. So. Yeah. <laughs> and they're, they're also starting, <laughs> what, what? I, I want to support yeah. the Giants so bad, but they've been doing so horribly this season. So mm. I don't know who else. Who, I don't know who the other guy was, but give me them. My thing they're with the win. Giants is I know that their fans go utterly feral sometimes, <laughs> and I think it's really funny to see their fans' reactions as, when the Giants lose. As a Cowboys fan, we love seeing Giants fans lose. Yeah. I, I, I have a, a Giants fan. friend as... <laughs> I have a Giants fan as a friend, and oh my god, every time the Giants lose, she she goes nuts. Yeah. It's scary. 
I gotta yeah. like hide under the table for a little bit. And she lives <laughs> in Staten Island, so I'm nowhere near her. Oh my gosh, people, <laughs> fans from New York that root for New York teams are ruthless. Yeah. yeah. Next, next team, uh, Titans at Jaguars. Ooh, Spread Lord. is seven and a half or seven points, not seven and a half. My bad. In Jaguars' favor. You know, part of me wants to pick Jaguars. Also, a part of me wants to pick Titans because of Will Levis. I mean, he's been doing some stuff. So. I'm, I'm just gonna go ahead and say the Titans because I've always liked their logo. It was yeah. a personal favorite of mine as a kid. I, I heard that the Jaguars are doing like decent this year. So I'm they're like six the and four, I think. I'm also they're saying six and three. I'm also saying the Titans because I just generally don't like Jacksonville as a place. Yeah, Titans. Oh no, Jacksonville sucks as a place. But uh, the Jaguars are doing well, so I gotta hand it to the Jaguars. Give credit where credit's due. Yeah. I am also choosing Jaguars in this. Yeah. Uh, the Titans are zero and five away, so I don't think they're gonna Ooh. beat Jaguars at home like uh, the 49ers did. Yeah, I don't, like I think I think Jacksonville will probably win, but like I also just don't like Jacksonville. All right, Cardinals at Texans. Uh, Texans spread is five points in Texans' favor. You got yeah. CJ Stroud. That yeah, kid's a Texans. wonder kid. Texans. Yeah. Um, Buccaneers at um, 49ers. Spread mm. is 11.5 points in 49ers' favor. Uh, I'm also choosing 49ers on this. Really? I'll take 49ers defense for 500. I've barely heard anything about the 49ers for the past, like, five years, dude. I also have heard nothing about the Buccaneers. I know I know Tom Brady retired. Is Gronk still there? Or nope, no. Gronk? no. Gronk, Gronk retired too. a year before. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to say 49ers. Oh, yeah. Because, no. I mean, they got to the Super Bowl on the backs of Gronk and, and Tom Brady. Yeah. And, I, like, they have, like, a stacked defense. You got Fred Warner, Chase Young, Nick Bosa, Dre Greenlaw. Who else you got? That's it. No, that's the only ones I know. All right. Uh, next game, Jets at Bills. Uh, Buffalo has a seven-point favor. I'm taking Jets on this one. I, I'm, I'm also taking Jets. They're doing much better this season and, uh, you know, got to support New York. I think it would be really funny if the Jets won, especially without Aaron Rodgers I'm, again. They, they, they beat Buffalo without Aaron Rodgers week one. They beat the Phillies without uh, the Eagles without Aaron Rodgers. So I'm just saying, funny. I think the Wait, Jets, especially since they the beat the Eagles without the Eagles' sole loss of the season was to the Jets. <laughs> oh you know, my God! The Jets are four so and five, hard for guys. The, for I, the I could see Dallas beating the Eagles next time they play because of how well they played. Well, we're not loss. talking about that. Yeah. We're talking about the Jets and the Bills. <laughs> yeah, no, I th- yeah, uh, I got sidetracked. I think Jets. The Jets beat the Eagles. They did so well. All right. Next game, Seattle Seattle at Los Angeles. Uh, Seattle has a one-point spread. I don't know why this is such a close game. I had a friend who we always made fun of for being an L.A. fan. So someone who's, (laughs) I think, doing really well this year, wide receiver Puka Nakua. Yeah. Yeah. I had him on my fantasy team. He was putting up some points uh, when Cooper Cup was injured. But give me Seattle. I'm also taking Seattle. I don't know why it's a one-point spread. I think I'd also have to say Seattle. Um, Wait, is it in Los Angeles or Seattle? It's in Los Angeles. Okay, then definitely Seattle. Yeah. Um, last Sunday game is Vikings at Broncos. Oh uh, Denver gosh. has a two-and-a-half-point spread. Um, I'm taking Broncos. Give me Vikings because that kid Josh Dobbs. 
I'm gonna, He's been doing stuff. I'm going to say Broncos because, I don't know, they've been doing okay this season. They beat the Chiefs, which is crazy. Broncos so. country. I, Broncos. <laughs> that was so funny when it happened. That was karma. Um, I, I'm i going to go for Minnesota. Um, just, Minnesota. again, because I like purple. But also because cool. um, when I, I know Smiley has seen me watching a part of this, but there was a, like, seven-part documentary series on the history of the Minnesota Vikings and how they are the overall top team to have never won a Super Bowl in terms of results. Huh. Because they keep really? losing in stupid ways. They keep losing in stupid ways, which is really funny and really miserable to see. But that is really funny. But, yeah. Also, part of the reason why they got the nickname Purple People Eaters was because their stadium used to be outdoors in Minnesota. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. Because um, when the... It's like they, it? they played a game in, like, negative 30 degree weather at one point. Remember that game wow. where Blair Walsh missed that 27-year field goal? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, mm-hmm. last game of this week, Eagles-Chiefs. Kansas City has a two-and-a-half spread. Oh, yeah. That's Kansas City is playing at home. Are you sure this that one... spread is not factored by Taylor Swift? Yeah. Well, I'm sure it's factored a little bit by Taylor Swift. I mean, I really... think it's factored because they're playing at home. I really want the Eagles to win because it would be really funny. Um, I, I, I am going to call for the Eagles and say that they're going to do it because they've put up some very impressive performances, but also the recent game against the Cowboys was very embarrassing. <laughs> so I don't know what to say. Um, I think if the Eagles lose, it'll sting because you know the Eagles are always trying to portray themselves as a Super Bowl contender and the Chiefs are the guys to beat. Um, especially with the, the Kelseys, the brothers uniting. Um, but, yeah, I, I'm tentatively saying that I think the Eagles will win and I hope the Eagles will win and it'll be a very, very fun game to watch. I'm going to say something. So the world better be listening. I <laughs> am gonna say something once as a Cowboys fan. <laughs> you will never hear me say this again in my life. This is the one and only time I am saying this as a Cowboys fan. Alright. After you hear this, you're never hearing me say this saying again. Mm-hmm. <sighs> it kills me to say it as I'm clutching my chest. Yep. Fly, Eagles, fly. Get over. <laughs> So me up, big here's, here's where my <laughs> confliction That coming. hurt. That hurt. Nah, you good. Don't worry. <laughs> I don't want... I don't like the Eagles. I yeah. don't want to see them win. But... Real. I don't want to see the Chiefs win. I think they've had their time in the sun. I don't think anyone wants them to um, win. Yeah. And the fact that they keep just getting more pub- free publicity is very annoying. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I would like to see them lose. Yes. However, uh, it, yeah, it's murky. It's it's gonna be a very, it's either gonna be a very close game or a very not close or game. A very not close game. Also, um, uh, every time that I hear you talk about the Chiefs, I'm always reminded of the meme of shortly after the 
Bengals lost to the Chiefs of just the had to blow off some steam and it's just someone playing Madden showing and they beat it was like Bengals versus Chiefs and they had the Bengals winning by like a hundred points or something does anyone remember who the quarterback for the Chiefs was before Patty Mahomes took over no no in fact it was Alex Smith the guy who got injured uh, for Washington that same injury as Joe Theismann Huh. Huh. Oh, I'm going to put interesting. I'll put my two cents in for the uh the Chiefs Eagles game. Uh on one hand, I don't think that um I don't I also don't want the Chiefs to win because of the free publicity due to Taylor Swift. Mm. Um I feel like it kind of just it kind of cheapens the in, the entire team of the Chiefs cuz the Chiefs are a good team very clearly cuz they won the Super Bowl last year and they have Patrick Mahomes and such. And then all the Taylor Swift fans go, "Oh my God, it's Taylor Swift!" And it's just, it's just a big blind support for the Chiefs, which I don't think they deserve. I think <laughs> any support that the Chiefs get, they should earn. Uh, however, um, I will say that they did beat, um, sorry, that the Eagles did lose to the Jets. And given my, <laughs> given my lasting preferences of, oh, the Jets usually suck, and. Um, and such. I'm going to say. That I would the like Chiefs to before you before you say that. I would like to say that the uh, Chiefs got pretty butt whooped by the Broncos, who are a couple not weeks ago a very good team this season. Put mildly, we have not been a very good team. Yes, and they lost but I would to like to point also. out the Jets have been a bad team for 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> With that in mind, I'm going to unfortunately vote for the Chiefs. So here's my two cents. Uh, you already see. <laughs> you said your two cents. Well, okay. It's like something like I, I thought of while you were talking. Okay, Go here's ahead. my four cents. The second set of two cents. <laughs> um, I don't think, so to say, it's publicity for like the, the, the new fans for the Chiefs. I don't think they're actually fans for the Chiefs. No. They're just Swifties. Yeah. And they're just fans. They're raising ticket prices like crazy because they think, oh my gosh, Taylor's going to be at the game. I'm going to buy a seat, like the cheapest seat in like the upper yeah. bowl. Maybe I'll see her. Reality check. No, no you ain't. No, like she's not. in some like covered up like um. She's yeah, in she's in the box. box that you can't even see. So you're gonna go watch a game to see potentially not not even see your favorite singer, and you're not even gonna be watching the game. It's like oh my gosh, there's Travis. That's it. Mm-hmm. And then I don't. I'm not rooting for the Eagles because they're the Eagles. I hate the Eagles from the bottom of my gut. I only <laughs> Which want them team to... do you hate more? <laughs> um, I'm only rooting for them for Jason Kelsey. Lane Johnson and Jordan Maialata, the I, Philly special Christmas guys. I think it'll be really funny to see if they manage to capture the confusion on some random Swifties face in the crowd when they announce the other Kelsey. You know, like yeah. the one will come first and then there will be the other and it'll be like, huh, there's a second one. Um, also, uh, I, I always look forward to another chance of seeing the brotherly shove in action. Oh, yes. Is, now, here's, really nice. here's here's some food for thought. You have a Kelsey and the Swift on the Chiefs. Yeah. Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. And then you have a Kelsey. Britney and Spears. And then, <laughs> we we <laughs> actually. You have Spears. a Kelsey and Swift, the OG Kelsey and Swift on the Eagles. Yeah, we actually Jason have. Kelsey and De- DeAndre Swift. DeAndre Swift. DeAndre Swift. That's Didn't he funny. play for the Lions last year? Yes. Yeah, okay, that's what I thought. He's putting up numbers. Yeah, no, he's a he's a very good player. Yeah. All right. I think he's on my fantasy team. So we're gonna we're gonna close this off here. Um, it's cool with me. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, so hopefully, hopefully the Bengals win tomorrow. <laughs> I'm go Raven. Actually, yeah, go Bengals. Go Bengals. Go Bengals. Oh, Why go not? Bengals. It's gonna be it'll a be stressful. Game. Um. And hopefully the Chiefs will lose. Go Birds. Um. I want to thank everybody for listening here on the Wicked 102.5 WIKDLP Daytona Beach. And remember, if you're looking to take part in the SGA Professional Development Committee, uh, they meet on Tuesdays in the chamber, uh, room 210. They talk about uh, various topics like helping students advance their career goals and getting the job that they're reaching for. Everybody's welcome. That's a cool thing to show up for. Um, so... Yeah, we'll we'll see you next week. Um, sports, sports. Thank you for tuning well, in. actually, no, that's a lie. We won't see you next week because I won't even be here. Thanksgiving, next week. baby. It's Thanksgiving, so Which we'll we'll see you probably football. the 29th. Thanksgiving football. Yeah, we'll, we'll be coming back with a ton of football. Something we'll, next week. We'll talk about who got the gobbler. We got Black Friday football next week. First time ever. Ooh yeah. Black Friday. Jets, football. Dolphins. I know the Eagles aren't actually playing on Thanksgiving. They're playing on the 26th. All right. We'll catch you guys later. Bye. Have a good day to the beach.